All right. This episode's going to be solely focused on the alien abduction phenomenon. And this is a subject I've wanted to deal delve into for a very long time. In fact, I should have started with this. To any of the poor souls that listened to any of my first podcasts where I tried to even come close to articulating my own spiritual experience and awakening, um, I'm sorry and thank you for listening. Um, I had to take those down because it just was not a good look for me and it was unholy and, you know, I was attacking some people personally and I just was not in the right frame of mind to go ahead and, you know, record some podcasts that just weren't very good and, you know, I got personal with some people and, you know, made it about my life problems and that's just not what people want to listen to. Uh, so... Let's talk about the alien abduction phenomenon. Let's talk about let's talk about me for a second. Uh, I want to talk about my experience, and I'm going to make my experience very short. Okay, so okay, I'm going to you know the day of my I refer to it as a spiritual awakening, and that's exactly what it was. Uh, it was September 11th, 2018. Okay, so a whole bunch of odd you know events occurred before um, I took this drive down 23 from Whitmore Lake, Michigan. I, we had a cottage back then. Um, at Buck Lake on Buck Lake, Michigan, you know, it's also important to know there's some, something weird about that lake. I don't know. You know, this could all be coincidences. Um, in my experience, I really don't believe in coincidences, but my parents had a experience there back in the seventies. Uh, uh, it was just my mom and dad and they were dating. They were going to U of M just when they first started dating, they're at this cottage, Buck Lake. And back then, uh, now it's all built over, and there's a whole bunch of people there, but back then there was nobody there. Uh, my parents were watching TV, and all of a sudden the station changed to uh, a local news station in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Now, anyone familiar with geography, Saskatchewan is, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan in particular, is up north near the North Pole. So my parents found that very odd. So... Uh, the TV station switched to pick up a local station in New, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. And then they hear this wow, 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 wow over the, over the uh, cottage. And this goes on for an hour or so. Um, what's even more terrifying about that experience is they didn't have cl- uh, clear see-through windows back then. Uh, they just had plastic coverings over the windows. So, um, but... My, as you can imagine, my parents were scared shitless when this was going on. There's colorful lights going all over the place. Uh, there was something attached to what they described as a CD to a pole, as if it was like a scanner, and it was following them from room to room, peering through the window at them. And all it took was if they were to, you know, go outside and look, which, you know, understandably they didn't. They were scared shitless. Uh, they went in the back room, and they are hiding, and they had a gun pointing at the front door. Um, this thing on a pole was following them room to room, looking at them. And it was obviously under intelligent control because it was following them. It knew where they were, you know, as they made, as they were freaking out and moving throughout the cottage. And this went on for what they said about an hour or so. And then they said, the craft just took off straight into the sky. Um... You know, my parents, you know, they went to U of M. You know, my dad's a dentist, my mom's a nurse. Um, I think they could tell if it was a helicopter or not. They said it was not. 
the leaves weren't blown or anything like that. Um, Selfridge Air Force Base is Selfridge Air National Guard's near that area. Um, you know, could it be an experimental craft from there? Absolutely, it could be. It could be an experimental craft from anywhere, but I don't believe it is. I believe it's extraterrestrials. Um, like I said, there's something weird about that place. Something weird about Buck Lake. Um, just a few years ago, a fucking meteor fell into fell into that lake and made local news and shit like that. Also important to note about my parents' experience was um, the next day after their their encounter, we'll call it a close encounter, there were UFO reports in the newspaper, and I confirmed that with my grandmother back when she's still alive, and, you know, my mother confirms the story, and, uh, you know, my dad doesn't really like to talk about it. But uh, the fact of the matter is that happened. And uh, so more to my experience. Uh, my experience was, on, like I said, on October, uh, September 11, 2018, um, I'm driving down 23, and I'm going, I don't have a sense of direction, um, but I'm go, going to the 69 exit, 69 ramp east, back to Port Huron, uh, Fort Gratiot, where I live, Um all I can recall is, you know, the last thing I remember is just trying to find, waiting for the 69 exit, which I've never, you know, I've never missed that exit. I don't miss exits. I don't blow past exits. I had lost time and I traveled, you know, 60 to 70 miles in a matter of seconds. Because when I, next thing I know, I'm on the Zilwaukee Bridge near Saginaw and um, I confused. Um, at that time, I'm not familiar with my surroundings. Um, I know that I'm on a bridge, and I'm thinking to myself, there's no way this is the Zawaki Bridge, because there's no way I made uh, travel this distance. Um, like I said, it was 60 to 70 miles in what felt like seconds, so I had lost time. I had lost time. Um, uh, but after that day, like I've tried to say on other social media platforms, uh, my intuitive senses were heightened. Um, I've been given the ability to remote view. I have psychic powers and I have telepathic connections with people. I can pick up on, I can, my emotional IQ went up and my empathy, I have more empathy for people too. So I take the experience as a positive one. Um, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I've never blown past an exit in my life, especially one I've been so familiar with. Um, I've never had lost time. Um, I want to be very clear here. Uh, I was up all night the night before I made that drive. Uh, but I've never missed that exit before or since. And, you know, I my personal beliefs about that occurrence was that I was abducted. And talking with Robert Hastings, who wrote the book and is an authority on UFOs. He wrote a book called UFOs and Nukes, and he also wrote a book called Confession, which I'm reading about, which there's a interesting chapter called The Triple Digit Theory, or he calls it Triple Digit Thingy, but I call it The Triple Digit Theory. I think it sounds better. I'll get into that in a second. Um, the 
fact of the matter is, um, you know, I believe I was abducted and the topic has been something of interest of mine my entire life. I felt drawn to it for some whatever, for whatever reason. Um, and talking with Mr. Hastings, he's in his book, he's had, you know, close encounters with these beings. I'd never, I don't recall any close encounters with these beings, but I do recall, and I can attest to lights following me. Um, I do have, you know, a connection, a telepathic connection with these beings. Um, they have, you know, people, other people call it channeling and mediums and shit like that. I, all I know is I just know when they're, I just know when they're talking to me. All right. So, and I know when I go outside, I see their lights every single time, pretty much every single time I see their lights. Um, my, my friend and I, we have this spot in the woods we go out to, you know, it was our little romantic spot. Last time we were there, there was light followed us the entire, the entire goddamn time. Um, now she introduced me to another gentleman, uh, who claimed he was abducted and I thought he was full of shit and on crystal meth. Um, the fact of the matter is he told me his experience and he had lost time on the highway and ended up going the wrong direction on the highway when he came to it. Um, I believe him. Uh, he showed me photos and actually showed me physical scars of what went on with him. He had tubes placed in his back. He showed his physician and they had no idea what the hell it was. And, um, yeah, excuse me, I'm tired here for this podcast, but... I just want to record this one before I uh, go to sleep here. Um, he also pulled out his phone and had a picture of a craft, <laughs> like a giant craft. This sounds insane. It was camouflaged as a cloud. And I, I know how funny that sounds, but it was cam- It was a craft, clearly. It was a craft. I mean, I saw it. Um I don't expect anyone to believe a word I say. Quite frankly, I wouldn't believe a word I say. Uh, the people that know me and know my lifestyle, you know, easily dismiss anything I say. I just want to put it out there. Um, the fact of the matter is this is real and it's occurring and people have been taken against their will. Um, I have my own theory as to what's been going on. Um, I met another gentleman who told me that there is this video, and he's seen these craft fly. He used to work for the Coast Guard uh, down in Florida. He's seen these craft fly, you know, from the sky into the ocean, out back out the ocean again. There's this video that circulates within top echelons of the U.S. government, which pretty much this video is a brief history of the world or a brief history of human, the origins of man. Uh, these beings genetically created us. They are our creators. And... Um, he posted this, he tried to post this video on Facebook and YouTube, and it was promptly pulled down within seconds, he said. Within seconds. Um, take that for what it is. It is all hearsay. I have not seen this video. I do believe what he says. It sounds plausible. He has no reason to lie. He's interested in the subject just as I am. Um, it is all hearsay when it comes to this gentleman. Now, I want to talk about Robert Hastings' book called Confession. Now, he wrote the book UFOs and Nukes, which really, and he had a presentation at Central Michigan University, which really got me believing, man. Uh, my twin brother and I went to the presentation in 2010, back when I was a student there, thinking it was, like, we got high on, on marijuana, just thinking it was going to be a fucking joke. 
and that we left that presentation. He made us a fucking believer overnight. And um, I strongly advise anyone to read the book UFOs and Nukes by Robert Hastings. It is an absolute must-read if you're interested in the subject. Dozens of high-ranking military officials tasked with defending our country and defending our nuclear weapons bases can attest. And they've you know, gone against their security clearances and put their perverse, uh, personal and um, professional careers at stake by coming forward and saying that there have been multiple incursions at nuclear weapons sites, storage facilities... Um, with the information that's coming to light now, I believe it is prudent and important and pertinent to come forward with my story and what I know, because I don't think it is that taboo anymore. Um, these events are going on. Uh, Robert Hastings, I need to read his book in, in its entire uh, to really delve into the you know the book, but. Um, he has a chapter called the triple digit theory. Now, after my um, incident, or you know, after my abduction, let's call it for what it is. That's what happened. Um, I saw, I see patterns of numbers everywhere: three, thirty-three, uh, eleven, eleven, twelve, twelve, one, eleven, two, twenty-two, five, fifty-five, four, fifty-four, sixty-nine, thirty-three, thirty-three, and three, thirty-three are the ones I see it a lot. Now, my spiritual beliefs are mine. I will impose them in this podcast. It's my worldview. Um, I do not expect nor ask anyone to adopt my worldview. It is mine. Um, I openly admit that I could be very wrong about everything, but in my experience, I have a hard time being wrong ever since this happened. Like I said, my intuitive senses have been heightened. My emotional IQ went up. My empathy for others was went up. And my faith in God restored. Um, I had a nightmare about two... Well, let's talk about the book. He said he had a nightmare. Robert Hastings said in his book, Confession, he had a nightmare, so multiple nightmares, um, where he's been abducted, just terrifying nightmares, and he's waking up at 2.22 every time. His co-author, Dr. Robert Jacobs, who's a PhD in instrument optical instrumentation, also had similar experiences, um, waking up at 2.22 with, um, both of them are having blood on their pillow and shit like that. Uh, I've never had anything like that. They both are having, you know, or talking to, in the book, he's talked to people that are having, seeing these triple digit numbers and they're having, seeing scars on their body, scoop marks, you know, a lot of abductees have said such, um, I don't have anything like that. Um, I did have a nightmare about two months ago. Uh, it was the most terrifying dream of my life. For whatever reason, the context and the setting of the dream wasn't that odd. It was the fact that it was so very real. Um, it was so very real. Um, and then, I can't even explain it. It was so real, and the fact that it, it became a dream, which made it terrifying. And I woke up sweating. I was scared shitless, because I thought I was in reality... And then I awoke, and it was 2.22. And when I read that chapter, the triple, the name of the chapter in Robert's book, it's called the Triple Digit Thingy. Um, when I read the chapter about all these numbers and the fact that Robert himself was waking up at 2.22, 
um, with nightmares uh, really resonated with me. It's pretty emotional for me, to be honest. And he has he's taken witnesses witness statements from all over the world that are having similar experiences. One lady in particular has has been seeing three thirty three all the time. That's the number I see all the time. Thirty three and three thirty three. I also see sixty nine a lot. The number thing is just odd to me. Um, there are other abduction cases that I want to touch on before I end this. Um, the, obviously, there's the Travis Walton encounter, which happened in the seventies in Arizona. Travis Walton went on Joe Rogan's podcast and told this whole story. Um, his story is the basis for the movie Fire in the Sky. I encourage anyone to listen to his story and decide for yourself. Um, there's the Carl Higdon abduction that not many people know about. Didn't get much press. Um, I w- recently watched an interview with Mr. Higdon. He's an elderly man now. He was in the woods. I believe it was in, this also was in the 70s. He was hunting for elk. I believe it was Montana, Wyoming, somewhere like that. And he looks... Uh, he said at first he felt as if time stood still and he looked to his right or left and saw this being which he had a sketch artist depict and it looks terrifying. It was an extraterrestrial. And it, he said this being was named Also One. The being asked him if he was all right and gave him a pill which calmed him down and took him with him. And his experience is just crazy. Encourage anyone to look that up for themselves. His Carl Higdon's experience also is well documented in the local press. There, in the police, there was a police report, and Mr. Higdon shot a bullet at this being, and the being stopped the bullet. Stopped the bullet, according to him. And there's a photo of that bullet. I encourage anyone to look at that bullet and decide how the hell that happened. Looks like the bullet was melted and stopped and stopped in time, like a, like the Matrix. Now, there's also the aerial school phenomenon, which was well-publicized, and it was covered by John Mack, who's also an authority on the UFO abduction phenomenon. He was the chair of the psychiatry department at Harvard. Um, he went to Zimbabwe in the early 90s uh, to interview these children. It's called the aerial school sighting. He went and interviewed these children, and he interviewed them all separately, and they all came back with the same story. There was a being, but his... You know, commonly referred to as the gray, big eyes, and it was talking to them telepathically. I encourage people to look into that. Um, I believe these children had an experience. I believe that happened. And uh, they said that the being was telling them to watch out for the, look out for the planet. You know, um, what's truly remarkable about this is the being didn't open his mouth. He merely spoke with them through his mind. His or her, it's mine. Um, I believe these beings, these greys, are robotic. Um, my research has led me to conclude that. Um, I could make a whole podcast on that. Um, today I was doing more research on the subject, and I you know, went down the rabbit hole and then hearing about all the you know, the Anunnaki and the Arcturians and the reptilian agenda here and there we're a slave race and shit like that. I don't believe that. I just don't my my I listened to this podcast from one of these new age sites where there's claim to be channeling and talking to God and God's telling us that the we're a slave to these, you know, 
intergalactic races, the Anunnaki, the Arcturians, and the shape-shifting reptilians. Um, I just don't see any evidence for it, okay? I'm open to it. I'm open to anything, given my life experience, given my worldview. It is a vast universe, multiverse, and anything is possible. Um, if we look in the Bible, there's a lot of references that can be attributed to extraterrestrials, the fallen angels and shit like that. Um, in the book of Enoch, um, I believe the angels in there that warned, I could have, I could, I don't know if it's the book of Enoch, but there was a warning in Sodom and Gomorrah about the flood. Um, by these fallen angels, I believe these aliens are to be extra are extraterrestrial in origin. Um, I believe the story about Isaiah being lifted up in the chariot. I believe he was taken aboard a craft. These are my beliefs. I obviously have no evidence. All I have is my intuitive gift. And I'm using my own discernment. Um, I believe there's been an active presence by these beings, like I've said before. Um, these beings created us. They created us genetically. They are our creators. And our planet has been a fishbowl for them. Them and other races. And, you know, I could have confirmation bias. I like to believe what Travis Walton said, that these beings are good. And they're here to help. But the fact of the matter is, we really don't know. Um, I don't know. They could be misleading me. They could be messing with me. Um, they could be messing with others. These The number phenomenon is truly bizarre. We, me and Robert Hastings, don't know. We, we can only, you know, offer a hypothesis. Um, he's in my room. But we don't know. And with all this UFO information coming to light, um, people need to be aware that these beings are real and they exist and they've been here for a very long time and they've likely um, have been in existence for a very long time. They have technological abilities that far exceed ours. Uh, they're flying around our airspace and our oceans with impunity. They are not Chinese or Russian technology. That is clear. Even the Bob Lazar story, I believe, he... They, there's no reason for him to lie, and everything he said is checked out. Um, with the gimbal footage of the saucer craft going on its side, I believe it was about to accelerate, which is exactly what Bob Lazar said it would do. It exhibited the exact same traits that he said um, he said belonged to the craft that he was working on reverse engineering. Um, so. I guess I'm going to end that here. I'm going to add to this a little later. I just tired now. Uh, maybe I'll just offer more uh, facts and information. A little tired. So, all right. Enjoy, folks. So, I wanted to add to the abduction episode. This will be episode two of my Delusions of Grandeur podcast. Um, I want to apologize for the first episode and the format of it. I'm very new to this. This is more therapeutic for me than anything. Um, this Monday, I have a call with Robert Hastings, 
and I've been reading his book, Confession, and I feel as if I need to add more to my podcast, more to the abduction phenomenon. Now, there's a lot of traits. There's a lot of similarities in people's experiences um, in terms of uh, abductees. Wow, that was some bad grammar. Um, now, I've been reading the book Communion. I've been reading Confession uh, combined with my experience of the subject. Uh, they all have, abductees all have similar traits, similar scoop marks. Um, some have had implanted devices, lost time. <clears throat> and a general fear of it happening again. Now, that's not my experience. And I need to take a step back here and make it very clear that I do believe that I was abducted. I do. I have no evidence of this whatsoever, obviously. Um, I don't have any scoop marks. Um, I don't have any implanted devices I don't even have nightmares however like I said Robert Hastings has a chapter dedicated to the triple digit theory and this ties or he calls it triple digit thingy and this ties into numerology and um, essentially when people are being abducted they're starting to see a reoccurring pattern of three numbers. Whether it's 111, 222, 333, 1111, 1212. After I had lost time and I ended up on the Zawaki Bridge, I see these numbers all the time. Now, is it confirmation bias? Do I have schizophrenia? Um, am I full of shit? I'll leave that to the viewer's discretion. My Lord, this happened to me. My Lord, this is going on. My Lord, what the hell are these things? Now, I said I channel these things. I do believe that at times, and I have gone outside and seen lights, and I went out with my ex-girlfriend... We had a secret spot in the woods. I may have touched on this already. I'm all over the place here. And this is how my brain has been since the since I had that lost time. I want to be clear. I take prescription drugs. Prescription drugs for ADHD. Now, if that's going to ruin my credibility, then so be it. These things happen, and I don't know. I'm trying to come to terms with what the hell is going on. You know, I don't know. I don't. I, I claim to know my ego has spiraled out of control. My spiritual awakening and my spiritual experience is mine, and it exacerbated, exacerbate. That's not even the right word. It has exaggerated my ego sense because the lesson I've been taken, that I've taken from my experience. And, you know, I hate to break it to everyone. God is real. It's don't be afraid. I should do a whole podcast on fear. It holds everyone back. But I, I got to admit, I am afraid. 
I am afraid of these things. I'm afraid of that experience. I'm afraid I'm being deceived. I'm afraid that I've lost my own mind. Nothing would, nothing would thrill me more than to have schizophrenia. The problem is I don't. There are times when I have drug-based psychosis. There are times when I am intoxicated and I get psychotic. I am bipolar at times. I am medicated for this. My credibility should be called into question. I'm not here to gain credibility with anyone. We'll end that here. This segment stops here. All right, I'm back. Again, apologies for the formatting. Um, I'm, I periodically record this as more of a therapeutic approach to how my brain operates. My brain has been different ever since I had that lost time and ended up on that fucking bridge. And I'm trying to come to terms with it. Now, I've met other people and I've spoke, I've gone online, I've gone on Reddit forums, um, talking to people on Twitter, I'm emailing Robert Hastings. Um, I'm, you know, in a way, asking for help. You know, I'm pleading with people, you know, has this been going on with them? Uh, last night, I went on, I went down the Reddit rabbit hole and found some people were making a connection between July 18th and Armageddon. Because we're faced with, Here's what's going to happen on July 18th. Okay, there's three there's three possibilities. And this podcast fucking sucks, man. There's three possibilities. Nothing happens, which is very likely. People humanity's been talking about the end of the world in Armageddon forever. You know, people want to be special and they want to believe that they're around for the specialness that they're, you know, they're around for the, the disclosure that the star beings are going to come save them. You know, to be honest, I believe that for a long time. And after last night, after the research I did, you know, reading about other people's experiences with these beings, I'm not so, I'm not so, I'm not so sure anymore. And to be frank with you, I'm scared. Now, how can I do a podcast on fear? And we'll stop this right here. Well, I guess I'll keep going here. I said there's three possibilities. Like I said, I went down the Reddit rabbit hole. And um, all these people are saying June or July 18th of this year, 2021 is going to be a big day. And all these people are saying, I went on the psychic subreddit, uh, the awakened subreddit, the alien subreddit, the UFO subreddit. Um, I started reading about, uh, I started reading revelations and about the beast, you know, six, 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 and how that ties into, you know, Robert Hastings, triple digit, thingy you know the connection that these people on the internet made was that this is Armageddon and the coming of the Antichrist 
And it's scary. Because it's possible. You can't say that it's not possible. I don't believe it. I believe that God will protect us. And I believe that these part, uh, the majority of, I believe, wow, you know, this podcast isn't coming out so smooth, but I don't care. My intuition tells me that these beings are here to help. Or they're here for the preservation of the planet so that they can harvest the planet and harvest us. I don't know. And people should be scared. I don't want to spread fear, but it's, it is scary. What happened to me was scary. I lost time. Um, you know, did I have a nervous breakdown that day? It's possible. Look at how I talk. I wasn't like this before that happened. I'm going around being a jerk. You know, when that happened, you know, I thought, it. Was, you know, I believe it was God. You know, it, it could be aliens fucking with me. Making me believe one way. You know, maybe I'm just an experiment for them. You know, I was driving down 23 from Whitmore Lake, Buck Lake, Michigan. I don't have a sense of direction, but I was going to 69... East, and this is that's an exit that I that I um that was a drive that I made all the time, and I ended up on the Zilwaukee Bridge, and with what felt like a matter of seconds, and the last thing I remember was being around thirty miles away from the exit to sixty nine East. I don't. I can't come to terms with it. I can't come to terms with it. I can sit and talk with the shrink all day about it. They'll tell me it's lost time. They'll tell me it's the Adderall or the Vivance or the Xanax or I had a nervous breakdown. The fact of the matter is that day in particular, September 11, 2018, was a crazy day for me. I can't even, it's ineffable. That's my favorite word now. Ineffable is my favorite word. Uh, my friend, my lady friend, who shared this experience with me, told me never to talk about it. I can't help it. I have to talk about it. It helps me. One we'll this here. One we'll this segment here. 